0: Hello and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planters, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement and I am your host, Ade Subanjo. Yes, so on today's show, I'm going to be talking about my Bible story how did i get to this place and why am i how what's my story and what's our story as a family but before we get into today's topic i would like to share just a little thing about our family about myself and what is is going on with us so right now i'm recording this in the city of cornwall in ontario canada we are here to for for the summer i'm going to be doing some ministry work in Montreal and Kingston. So we chose to be in Cornwall because it's not too far from Montreal and it's not that far from Kingston. It's about one hour from Montreal and about one hour and 45 minutes from Kingston, depending on what part of Kingston you're going to. And uh, we feel called to spend much of our ministry time in montreal this time so we are, we are closer to montreal and we thank god for his blessings and how he's helping us to settle in we have been uh for the last three weeks for the first three weeks of our stay here we have been in the motel um but we are now out of it and we are settling in so it is good to be with you again this week so now, let's get to the main topic. Let's go ahead and talk about today's topic. Now, I what I want to do with this is to really encourage anyone that's in the Bible ministry or is thinking about it uh, or thinking about going into ministry, uh, is just to encourage you to know that if your story is that you, you feel the need to be in the marketplace while you are doing ministry, you are not... Um, you are not the only one in that boat. There are actually thousands of pastors who are ministering as bivocational pastors. So I want to encourage you to to um, listen to this story and understand uh, why we we are doing this and what we are what, what I'm trying to share and how how God has helped me and my family to minister. Uh, as full-time ministers really minister f- really put our heart to the work and still have provision without us putting much demand on the church at the beginning stages so i'm going to just try to break down the story uh, i have i just want this to be about 25 to 30 minutes not more than that so i'm going to cut some of it short but i i want to start from a scripture that gives the background for why we did what we did. So the the scripture is Matthew chapter six verse thirty three. It says, "Seek you first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." And you now all these things they are referring to the things that natural people, naturally people would need. You know, a good home, uh, some clothes, some good food on the table, and all the natural needs of the home will be added to you if you seek first the kingdom of God. So that's the background for this kind of ministry. So as a Bible pastor, as a minister who's still in the marketplace, uh, there's there's this distinction that your heart really um, is after God. Your, your major call in life, what you see yourself as is a servant of God, a minister of God. So not everybody is a bivocational minister. Not everybody that is a Christian is automatically a bivocational minister. The reason why is because it's a vocation. That means you feel that you are really called to serve as a minister of Christ. You see it as your calling, but at the same time, you see yourself in the marketplace. So now let's get to my story. Now we started, uh, we planted the church, Overcomers Church, which uh, Overcomers Assembly, which uh, is a church now that has branches in Nigeria, Cameroon, and Canada, different cities in Canada. It was first planted in Montreal in 2005 and when we planted that church, my wife and I were working. I was running a business and my wife was working. But when we first started, we had nobody. We started with our own family and we we were reaching out every time. We needed time to reach out. We needed time to talk to the people in the community, inform them about uh, the message of the kingdom of God and at the same time, we needed to go to work. And we did this for a few years. Uh, I, I think I was working as a business person and planting the church from 2005 to 2007. It was not until 2007 that I felt the need to really put more hours into this. I, I began to have a conflict in my heart that when I met people, uh, what do I share with them? Do I give them my business card, or do I give them a track, or do I talk to them about Jesus, or do I publish, um, market my my business to them, websites and networking and all that stuff? So at, at that time, I felt the Lord saying to me to leave that work, close the business, and focus on planting the church, and that's what we did, and that's what we've been doing, but you would have expected that we would take money from the church to, to supplement my wife's uh, income. But we felt led at that time to to ask God to bless us and to meet our needs supernaturally. And I think God was doing that for us to learn how to trust him and how to um, receive from him by faith. It was at that time that um, I I went back to study the life story of um, some ministers I, I with the focus on knowing exactly how they managed to do this work of ministry without um, breaking down at the beginning, you know? So I, I read the story of George Mueller. That's one that really impacted my life. Then I actually went through, uh, listened to messages and books and read books about Different ministers and a few of them George Mueller, Kenny Hagen, Pastor David Young, Young Cho, Bishop David Oyedepo, Pastor E. Adipo-E, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and uh, others. I, I I have a list of them, but those are just a few. And one thing that I saw in each of these lives was that they all started really poor. Uh, I mean, not poor um, as in they couldn't do much, but very little resources to do even the work that God seemed to have called them to do. And it started like that. I I read the the story of um, Bishop Oedipo doing a a naming ceremony and he had very little things to offer. And the Judge Muller, he 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 had very little. He didn't depend on the church and he was able to feed thousands of orphans and build schools based on gifts from people that he didn't request gifts from. So reading this, my faith uh, increased and I felt that God was saying to us as a family that we should not demand um, payment from the church at the moment, not, not forever, but at the moment so that we could strengthen our faith in receiving from God. And that's what we did. We did that for a couple of years. And God provided, but it was tough. There were times when we didn't have money to to pay the bills. We didn't have money to do many things. And it was a tough time. And I really prayed at that time, asking God to, to really send help without me having to ask or beg people to survive. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of when it comes to full time ministry but but really it is wonderful to serve god and to trust god to provide and god has really provided for us as a family and i'm so glad that um, part of this work but no today i want to explain to us that god doesn't expect us all to receive our blessings or our daily meal or our provision uh, from the church only, there are some that God has given the grace to spend their time both in the marketplace and in the ministry. So, um, I, as we started the church by two, thousand and seven, I we I had to leave my my job and close down the company, and then spend most of my time in church. And I, at that time, what will I do? I will come into the office just like I would go to the office. And I'll spend time reading and praying. And then I'll go out and just connect with people, meet with people. And then also pray for the people, the few that are coming to the church. And uh, schedule meetings with them in the evening to find out where they are going, how they are doing and and just impact them, just pour into the field that were coming and spending time to connect with those that were outside and I discovered that over time the church was growing the students we we were reaching lots of youth, young people at that time we were young ourselves, I was just about um thirty five um at that time thirty I was just about thirty at, at that time and um we we just reached out to the younger ones. And God was doing some awesome things. And in in twenty ten we we felt led to to move to Kingston to plant another church. And we in between that we are planted another church within uh the Montreal um greater Montreal um area a place called Coast Luke. And in all this we were we were Work trusting God for provision. So every month, my wife would work, and the rest of the money to do every other thing, we'll receive it from give from friends, give from members of the church, people that are outside the church, people who would just feel led to give to us. Uh, people would give 500, 200, 1,000. And before we learned to do this, to receive uh, without asking anybody, it, it was it took time we had to to learn that there were times when we had nothing to eat Uh, my wife had to improvise uh, find ways to put food on the table and but i'm sharing this story to encourage every one of us uh, every minister out there that is uh, hoping to to really serve god fully and maybe he's calling you to a bible ministry or he's calling you to spend all your time in in the church context and do outside ministry just by connecting with people, I want you to know that God provides either way. God provides either way. So now let's go to uh, what happened next after that. Um, we we I, what I discovered is that I had a business on online at that time. I had a, a website, and I started you no know, spending extra time to work on that website in 2010. And uh, I discovered that you know, one or two hours every every day there or two days, um, that business began to provide some money. And that's a business that provides the money for our family now, um, apart from the money that comes from the church. Because when we went to Kingston, we the church started paying our, our, our rent. And that's, that has continued um, t- up to today. So apart from that, uh, all, all all that we 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 use to provide for our family is the little work that my wife and I do online and what why 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 am i sharing this i'm sharing this so that you know that the skills and and the training and whatever god has put in your hands god can always use it to provide for you god can always use it so we still spend most of our time in ministry spend a lot of time praying with people Teaching, attending programs, we, but month after month, the one hour, two hours, three hours we put in on our websites um, continue to generate income for the family, and that's why I want to encourage you. If if you are a vocational pastor, you you have a business, and that business you can manage your time to to do it and still have time to spend in the ministry, then go ahead and do that. Uh, My own story is, is different from your own story. And my experience is different from your experience. But I want you to understand that no matter what the Lord leads you to do, He can provide. He can provide through your work or He can provide through people just giving to you to do the work that He has called you to do. So now, I want to also um, let you know that the process of doing Bible ministry is different from full-time ministry in the sense that you need to be a master at uh, managing your time because you spend some time in the work and some time in the church. And if, you, if one doesn't know how to balance that out, what happens is one of the of this, will begin to suffer. If you, if for example, if you are doing uh, work, you may begin to slack at your workplace because your passion is to bring souls to Christ, and you spend much of your time there. And what happens is that you begin to bring disgrace to the work of to the to the message you are preaching. So, as a Bible pastor or Bible minister, it is important that we see our ministry. Uh, and and our secular work as one we we see them as the same one is is, a, is is a platform for outreach and also for funding and the other is is another platform for the, this dispersing the ministry for speaking the word out if you see that way you discover that um, you you'll be more efficient and you'll achieve more in our own story my, my work doesn't really take me out i i don't necessarily meet people at my own uh work but i i it, it provides and it's not the the way other people get their provision it's not just by people giving it's actually by me using my skill that i've learned to to do something that I can continue to provide so yeah that's in in a nutshell uh, my own story my own bible story um, and it's continued. It, it's it, uh, right now. I have people who work for me, right for me, and I just spend a few uh, minutes uh, or hours in a week to to just oversee what they do and and give them tasks. So that's that's what uh, Bible ministries about. You you're able to use your skill to provide for you while spending most of your time and your energy um, doing the work of ministry. I'm really so grateful to God that this, I can do this because even last year when I was um, in the hospital and I couldn't do anything, income didn't stop. In short, it kept on getting better. And I hope that others that are listening to this can realize that you know, God can bless any work that you are doing if he's the one directing you to do that. So um, now I'll, I'll move on to the, so that's the story. That's my story. And I pray that whoever is listening to me now, you you can listen to God and have a unique story. Um, like, like George Mueller, I hope that many of us can trust that God who calls us can provide. He can provide for us without us having to beg. We, he can provide through the work of ministry. He can provide through our secular jobs. And He can balance those two things out for us. Thank you. And so that, that, that's just my story. And that's where I'll stop for today. And I would uh, continue next week with another topic um, that goes into more details on how to really manage and balance this Bible um, lifestyle. So, yes, this is the season, uh, session where um, I share resources with you. Uh, um, I share resources. There's a book that I read about Bible ministry that is very good, and I would like to recommend you to read it. It's called Bible, A Modern Day Guide for Vocational Saints. It's written by um, a pastor, Hugh Halter. He I, I, I found that book quite interesting. There are some tips there. Um. Uh, also on ministry style and the kind of structure that would actually uh, enhance uh, Bible ministry. Now, he there are some things that he says that may not be applicable to your culture, but I think reading that book will. Be, I I found it very um, encouraging and uh, very insightful. So go out there and 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 buy the book if you want. I hope wanted to invite. Um, Pastor Hugh to come and say a few words on this podcast. So the book again is uh, Bible, a modern day guide for by vocational saints. Um, I also leave a, a link to George Mueller's story um, in my on my website on notes, so that uh, anyone that wants to be inspired by that can read that. That while you are doing your work or ministry, God is always there providing. You can ask and uh, you can receive. So, yes yeah, so this is the section where I answered questions and there's a question I have to answer this week. And the question is very interesting because someone asked this is is by vocational ministry for everyone? Is by vocational ministry for everyone? And um, yeah, I would like to answer that and say that it's not for everyone. Not everybody can be a bible minister. Um why do I say that? I say that because to be a Bible minister requires you to actually multitask a lot. You'll be handling two jobs and still handling family, so that can be quite um, strenuous. It is for anyone that God calls to it, anyone that God calls into Bible ministry can be a Bible minister and I think anyone can be a Bible minister for a few years or for a short time uh, but some are called to be Bible for the rest of their lives and they do well at it they they, they can work in the secular um, marketplace work uh, five six hours and then go and do another five six seven hours in ministry but I want to uh, highlight the fact that being in Bible ministry, you need to really decide that your whole life is for ministry. That's it. It means you're spending more hours. Others are spending eight hours a day working. You were spending 10 hours and, and you're doing that ministry. Understand that even the work in the marketplace is ministry. And all the money that you're making there, you, you're you just open to make them to make that money to serve to to give it out to be a blessing so with that kind of heart you one can do bible ministry uh, and it's ministry through the workplace all the workers you're working with are being impacted by by your life and you are completely sold out to the work you 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 embody that scripture seek you first the kingdom of god and His righteousness and all these things should be added to you, and that—that's the key. Not everyone can do that. A lot of people want to, what the, you know, hide under the, uh, the canopy of the Bible minister by saying that you know what, I—I I want to keep my job so that I can still buy all my toys and enjoy all the things that I want to enjoy without um, suffering the, the 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 suffering that comes with ministry. So, if you if that's the case, then then you can't really be a Bible minister, that you, you just be a minister in the marketplace who's not doing all that God calls them to do. But once you feel that call, a desire to serve, I want to encourage you to, to go all out. Not necessarily leave your job, but turn your job to your first uh, pulpit. Let your job be your first church. And 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 as, as you do that, when God calls you to leave that, then you may leave. And if it doesn't call you to ever leave, then you just continue to draw people from the workplace into the church. And we're going to have great, powerful um, people drawn into the church that way because they, they, they see your life, they see what you're doing, and you are able to translate that to, to the marketplace. Now, it is it is normal that if you continue to do your bible ministry at a point god may and call you out of uh, waking up every morning to to morning to go to work and um, so that you can spend more time to train and bring up other ministers and at that at that point you may have to resign or start a business so um i'm going to have to talk about this at another point where i'm going to talk about the types of businesses and the type of work that one can do as a bible minister not all jobs can be done as a bible minister or pastor there are some jobs that require lots of energy not lots of time um and and so it will it will be very difficult sometimes at some early stages in your work it will not be easy for example a nurse nurses have very tight schedules And it's very difficult for us to be also a uh, Bible pastor. But they can be Bible ministers at other levels. So where they are not, there's no big demand on both sides. So the the call is, is a call from God and it must be answered as a call from God. must be responded to as a call from God and it must be, Uh, god must be the one directing the way we balance our time and our energy so thank you for that question and i want you to know that uh, i will be happy to receive your questions all you have to do is go to my website and there's a button right there click on it and ask your question you have one minute or um, um, 30 seconds to ask the questions just go straight to the point ask the question and i'll feature your voice on the podcast or if you want to send just a text or a response that's all right also and i want us to make this a community so god bless you and remember that we are just tools in the hands of the lord and we can make a difference if we we allow him to to use us the way he wants god bless you father we thank you for everyone that has been listening to this pray that this week as bible pastors ministers that our lives will impact all the people that we we'll work with and uh, would be able to have that strength in us to 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 continue to carry this message to as many people as you send us to and may our workplaces continue to be a mission field where we will see many people getting saved and really falling in love with you I pray for fresh oil and fresh grace upon all these pastors and ministers that are listening to me. I pray that you you continue to give us testimonies. Let your healing power fall upon them now. Everyone listening to my voice who needs healing, deliverance, breakthrough in different areas of their lives. We ask for all that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So thank you for listening to the Bible podcast. Join us on adesobanjo.com to continue the discussion. God bless you.